Brings us to sport now with Stephen Hewson. Kia ora, Stephen. What have the All Blacks learned from 2019? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, All Blacks coach Ian Foster maintains that they've learned plenty after naming a squad for this year's tournament. Foster says the All Blacks of 2023 won't repeat the mistakes of four years ago. In Japan, New Zealand was dumped out of the semi-finals by England and Foster believes they'll be genuine title contenders in France. We tried to make no excuses for performances in the first four tests of the year. We, we categorically said that each test was vital for us because we wanted to simulate the, the mental pressure that goes into World Cups. So from that perspective, we're, we're feeling like we're in a good place. You know, we're going with a lot of confidence. 17 players are going to their first World Cup, including halfback Cam Roygaard, who only made his Hurricanes debut this year and his All Blacks debut just a few weeks ago. Been a bit of a roller coaster um, for me. Uh, I mean, if you probably asked myself if I was going to be here in a year's time, or I was told that I'd be here, I probably wouldn't believe you. But um, I've loved every every moment. That's All Blacks halfback Cam Roygaard. Co-host Australia welcomed captain Sam Kerr to the fray for the first time in the FIFA World Cup as they beat Denmark 2-0 in Sydney last night. Forwards Caitlin Ford and Hayley Riso scored the goals either side of half-time before Kerr, who had been absent with a calf injury, came on as a 78th-minute substitute. Australia coach Tony Gustafsson says his players are showing they deserve to be among the contenders at this tournament. For me, body language is important. When you see this team play out there and how they play for each other and you see how united they are and the togetherness and, and how connected they are, that for me says a lot about how the team's well-being is and I think that have helped through some tough challenges in this tournament. Australia, who have reached the last eight at three previous World Cups but never gone further, will play either France or Morocco in Brisbane on Saturday with a place in the semi-finals on the line. The last two round of 16 games are tonight with Colombia playing Jamaica and France playing Morocco. Silver Ferns coach Dame Nolene Todra isn't committing herself to anything long-term with the national side. After winning the World Cup four years ago, the Ferns suffered their worst-ever result of the tournament with a fourth-place finish in South Africa. Dame Nolene will be in charge for the upcoming series against England and Australia before a review takes place. From there, you know, it will be decided as to what that next step needs to be for either myself or Netball New Zealand. So thankfully, either way, Netball New Zealand won't have they have the luxury of time to organise if they, somebody else comes in. The Silver Ferns play England in three tests for the Tony Jamison Trophy in September and Australia in four tests for the Constellation Cup in October. Kieran gold medalist Elise Andrews is through to the second round of the sprint at the World Cycling Champs in Glasgow. Andrews qualified 10th faster and beat a Lithuanian in the first round. She'll meet a German in the second round tomorrow. Sean Fulton grabbed the 28th and last qualifying spot and was beaten by defending champion Matilda Gross of France in the first round. George Jackson was fifth in the men's elimination race, while Bryony Borter and Ellie Wollaston were seventh in the women's medicine. New Zealand paracyclists have taken their medal tally to 10 at the World Champs with two golds in the Omnium. Anna Taylor and Nicole Murray winning their respective C4 and C5 categories. Former New Zealand captain Daniel Vittori has replaced West Indies batting great Brian Lara as the head coach at the Sunriser Hyderabad in the Indian Premier League cricket competition. Vittori's previously coached Royal Challengers Bangalore in the IPL and has been the assistant coach of the Australia men's team. And Premier League club West Ham have made a combined bid worth more than $105 million for Manchester United's Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay. The Premier League kicks off this weekend. Charlotte, that sport. Koina na purongu hakinakina.